0: This is Believe in Buckeyes with Brian Brownie and Chindi Checkwell. We got a great one for you guys today. We got to see some, not just some football, we got to see our football. We got to see our guys today make it to a practice. So we're excited. We got a lot of information to get out to you guys. So, yeah, tune in, sit down, get some popcorn. It's going to be a good one.
1: I'm going to start off by shouting out our sponsors, Bet Online. So Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting odds. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. where the game starts. And
0: once again, if you have any issues with gambling, feel free to reach out to one hundred Gambler. They're twenty four seven assist you there. But like we said, we came here to talk about football uh, today. Earlier today, Coach Day reached out to the former players and invited former players to come in and check out a practice uh, to see the guys. Uh, there was full go today, full equipment day. Obviously, they had a big scrimmage on Saturday uh, that was close to the public. Uh but today they invited to the former players to come in and it had a great turnout. I mean it had to be about what, I mean, at least what, forty, fifty former guys there, uh from across all the years. Um, got to see the guys like once again, full pass, full go. Uh they had a full practice and it was just good to see just to feel football and to be out there with the guys and see it in live action.
1: Yeah, it was it was, it, was, it was a good time. You know, some guys you know, some guys you don't know, you know of, mm-hmm. you you know names. Um so I got to meet some new guys who were uh buckeyes older guys also got to connect reconnect with a lot of guys that uh still around the area some guys who are in town for
0: um you know a few
1: weeks but you know that that's always fun to be able to do and also talk football man get back into it you kind of feel like you're back in that that locker room talking to a bunch of guys some older some some younger um but yeah that was, it was fun to reconnect for sure yeah
0: and once again wherever you kind of get that situation just it's great energy. It's fun. And you get to see the guys and just get some real honest opinions, right? You know, you kind of always yeah. kind of looking at things and Hey, you know, you're talking to a Buckeye ground, talking to Jeff Uli, a Buckeye, great center went on and played many years in the NFL. It was a, a known for the center for Dan Marino for a lot of, for a lot of his good years uh, down with the Miami dolphins. That's so Frank, you know, what do you think of the team? You know, right. what's your opinion of the team? You know, you talk about a guy that's been around it and done it on multiple levels to the highest level. And this always is great just to kind of have those type of conversations. So, once again, it is always fun. Once again, that's to kind of be there for a bit, see the guys play, see the former guys, and just, once again, just check in on your brothers and make sure everyone's doing okay. So, yep. always always fun. Always yeah. fun. It's good that they do that.
1: Yeah, we got an opportunity. To, you know, uh, talk a little bit more with Coach Day, kind of brought all the the former players aside to have a little bit of a discussion, talk to us, get us um, kind of acclimated with everything he's doing, where they're focused at, and what the outlook for the season is. Um, so that was also cool as well.
0: Yeah, it was it was great that he did that, because it's, it's kind of, I'm not going to call it unique, but, you know, he doesn't have to do that, right? right? You know, we get invited back to practices before, to prior seasons or spring times or things of that nature. And it's fun. Like, you go to see everything and what's going on to see the guys. But once again, Coach, Day took time, first off. Hey, everybody, let's get together and let's discuss, you know, what I'm doing, what I'm working on with the team. Things I saw, things I'm sure you guys saw, and this is how we plan on fixing these things to improve the program and have a a, a a a great season. So um, you know, kudos to him. And like I say, you want to kind of get into that. I know one thing and I feel like the biggest thing that he kinda you know spoke to us about is um circling in and pending down on like some of the small things, right? And, and it's funny, we kind of talked about it before. Well, if we kind of get into the big games, I was, we win a lot of games. And a lot of times, sometimes those small things slip away. But him just kind of taking that step back, kind of looking in at some of those small things. And what did you kind of catch from Coach Day when he was kind of in that moment?
1: Yeah, so a lot of the things that we – I wouldn't say we complained about, but as we <laughs> reflected on some of the big, um, you know, letdowns, the losses, the loss against that team of North and not being able to, to get it done against Georgia – we talked about specifically, you know, after that, that game against Michigan, we talked about, you know, his attention to detail, the, the ability to really understand um, and be prepared for situational football, the the need to not just in that game, but throughout the season to compete. I always talk about the DBs. Like these guys are in position to make mm-hmm. plays. And sometimes yeah. they, you know, they, they, they go after the ball, but not at the same like level of fight and competitiveness that you would like to see, because that's what it takes to win. Not just, you know, some of these, these games leading up to Michigan, Michigan but that's what, that's what it takes to win the big rivalry game. Um, so he talked about their focus and, you know, it was, it, I was, I was happy to see it. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily want to rehash everything he said, but I think, you know, from what I, what I felt in, in my take from it, he's kind of reached full form as a Buckeye, right? He's kind of <laughs> like, he's, he's like level four uh, last stage of being a Buckeye, man. And I think um, it's really understanding the robbery, understanding what it takes to win, being able to have guys like Urban and talking to uh, guys like Coach Dressel and understanding that it's about situational football, right? Mm-hmm. It's about being able to have that mentality to compete, not just in that game, but every step of the way so that when it comes down to five plays, we're talking about five explosive plays or whatever, right. you know, guys know how to lock in and make those plays and turn things around. So, you know, I, I love what I heard from him. I think, you know, his ability to now kind of step back, mm-hmm. you know, delegate a little bit, offensive a coordinate position. You got an offensive analyst and Joe Fieldman. And now we can. he can focus on some of those other things that make a great team. I think before he was really anchored in great scheme, great talent, right? Defensively, mm. brought in a great culture, had great scheme, had tons of talent. But now I think they're really anchored in, you know, what does it take to win this, win in this big game? You know, running the ball. All you know, all <laughs> the all the all the things, uh the turnover margin, all the things that are important um to be able to get it done when the talent becomes, you know, somewhat equal. Right. right. So um, it, was, it was it was a it was good to hear it. It was good to be able to hear it from him, and he's a very transparent person and and speaking. So it was good to get that transparency and be with you know all the you know other other former players to be able to um, you know kind of absorb that. Yeah, and once
0: again, I mean, my biggest thing is like you hit on it and he hit on it as well. Uh, when you get into these certain situations, when you playing in your rivalry game, how certain, certain statistics just kind of come back year after year after year after year after year. Yeah. One thing we all know that we focus on when we was in school and basically it's just true to the game. Whoever wins the Russian battle tends to win the win the Ohio State versus Michigan game. So if you can win the Russian battle, you can win with explosive plays, uh limited turnovers, uh you win that game. And that's how you win football games in general. But yeah. you know, some certain games, you know, if you're if you're talent level once again like you speak about, it's just so spewed in one way, it kind of could get missed a little bit, right? But when you get into those tough situations against those tough teams, like the little things matter. One thing running the ball, what does that really mean? It means that you are controlling the line of scrimmage. Usually okay. that's what that means if you're winning the rushing battle. So you you tell your guys that <laughs> tell your team hey this is what we want to do once we get into this game. That's how we was coached by Coach Trestle for those big games. That's something that he said he wants to kind of put into this team once again so that they know and it's with them all season that they understand exactly what are the things that needs to happen if they're going to win those games um, when it comes to this year, as we expect them to when it comes to uh, against uh, uh, the team of North.
1: And, and real quick, you know, some of the challenges of him in this college football environment with NIL and all the transfer portal and all these other things and, you know, him taking over and having to, trying to put his stamp on, on the, the game. It 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 takes some time to understand. Okay, what is my approach to making sure that this team is what it is and can maximize its full potential? So he you know he was still in that process of learning. I think you know he had two really big lessons right the last two years. Um, and I just like what I see from him. Man, I went to seven on seven, and I you know <laughs> you know uh, the sales, and um, I see day there. You know, looking at young high school players recruiting Ohio. Making sure that he could, he, he, gets those guys here locally. And I think, you know, I, I mentioned, I, I joke around and say he's reached full form as a Buckeye, but I think, um, his approach, his understanding combined with his intelligence and all that other stuff, uh, right. but understanding of what it takes to win, um, in the Big Ten and win as a Buckeye, I think he's gotten to a point and I'm excited to see what they do this year for sure. Yeah. And one thing that everyone wants to talk about is the
0: competition that's going on behind the center <laughs> yeah. at that quarterback position between Kyle McCord and Devin Brown here. And obviously uh, that competition started essentially once the season ended, be frank, once the season ended, we, we pretty good attentions that CJ uh, was going to enter the draft. He took to the very last day to, enter <laughs> to actually make that decision. Cause he said he really was thinking about coming back to college. And I understand that. And you know, we, we discussed that. Uh, but once he decided he declared the cop, the quarterback competition began between Devin Brown and Kyle McCoy officially was on and obviously went through the spring. Uh Devin Brown got hurt in the spring game, whenever to compete, but obviously he's back in camp. And once again, they're alternating uh ones versus ones. Now I know you're a defensive guy, you're a defensive back guy. Uh, but whenever you say you're watching a you know a defensive back and it gets live, you know, one of the quarterbacks are releasing the ball. That's what really matters, man. So yeah. what are you seeing out the quarterbacks? What are your opinions there? What's your thoughts? Or do you want me to just kind of dive in and get miles? what you, what you want to hear? How you want it to go? <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to
1: I'm I'm kick it off, man. I think um, it just seems like nobody's going to take the position, right? You got to go take it. I remember when I was com- uh, competing, coming off my redshirt uh, year and trying to compete for the, – the really compete for the number two spot at corner, really, for being in the 2D. Um, you know, I was every day from spring, first spring practice, walkthroughs, I'm competing. I'm competing, I'm competing uh with no guarantees that I was gonna be able to get there too deep There's a lot of guys in that position um and it just seems like it's just it's so up in the air, neither one of them have really gotten it. I think um what I see from them, I think there's still not this level of being really, really comfortable in commanding um the pocket and really understanding, okay, here I go and uh, making quick decisions um I think Devin Brown who's not hasn't been in the program as long I think he still has a lot of space to grow and grow really fast so I think that I think that opportunity to be the starting quarterback is still up for grabs and I think this opportunity may actually leak into the season I think you know you you have you want to have a starter for that that Big 10 game on the road against Indiana but then you come back and you have you uh, Youngstown State you have a, a a Western Kentucky you know if I'm day, if I'm not Sure that somebody has claimed that position, I will continue to to allow them to compete for those games because i w- I want to have the guy who's gonna be the guy to take me through the season and be ready come you know a game on the road versus wisconsin game on the road versus michigan um uh, uh play up uh college football player of et cetera et cetera so right i I would like them to continue to compete and see you know. Give Devin Brown an opportunity to continue to grow and see if he can if he can make it happen, and allow Kyle McCord to be able to show what he can do on the field against the opposite color jersey. Yeah. So yeah.
0: So me, the way I see it, be frank, they're kind of still kind of an up and down type of situation. Once again, Coach Day addressed it when he spoke with us. It's kind of still up and down. Still haven't really made that final decision. Hopefully, I think he had made a statement. Trying to figure out by this week, want to maybe come out of camp with a guy. Uh, but when I see him, you know, in my eyes are practice, still, like you say, it's just kind of up and down. No yeah. one is really separating itself from the other one. And then in my opinion, if it's up and down like that, that's to a common advantage. Cause essentially, he has the most experience. He's been doing it longer for Ohio State. So essentially, if it's still up and down, you know exactly what you're getting out of guys. Sometimes that's important. You know, it's important to know what you could get out of your guy so you could make a game plan for it. So maybe we're not the team that throws it 45 times a game like we did with cj or or uh fields if we wanted to essentially maybe we're a team that in my opinion well, we should be a team that's more about running the ball in these situations and let our quarterbacks just kind of manage the game so up and down to me it's in mccoy's favor once again but that is leave some room for Devin brown to maybe make those huge steps jumps and leaps that maybe it takes
1: a real game situation for it to come out so yeah and that- um and I think, you know, I watched the the kind of final two minute drill period. Um I watched them both. neither quarterback was really super impressive. But I saw some passes from Devin Brown that I'm like, you know, if he can if he can make this decision a little bit quicker, I mean he has the tools to get it done. Um and and to your point, like if it's if it's like kinda close, you know, go with the guy who's been in the program for a little while, the guy we might trust. But on the flip side of it, you know, when it's if it's close and McCord has been in the program for a while, Devin Brown can can improve. To me, you would think there's a higher ceiling to continue to gain improvement, just continuing to get reps and understanding the game. Where you kind of at this point, McCord has been here long enough that it's like, okay, you know, obviously he can he can continue to improve and whatnot. But does he have as much room to make a jump between now and three weeks from now? That's why I think Devin Brown is, is sometimes especially at the quarterback position, sometimes things just click and that can change a lot for him so if I'm a court, I make sure that I'm the guy now, right I'm, I'm the guy <laughs> now because that thing that thing clicks against one youngstown state um you may never may never look back from there, yeah, so we'll see we'll see like i say still a little
0: bit more cap left here, obviously. got about three weekends since some real football actually takes place so we'll see how how coach days feel about it is he gonna name a guy is he gonna let leak into the season we just kind of had to play it off from there
1: so we talked about the quarterback right but quarterback's best friend (laughs) one is a great running game and then two is offensive lineman who can protect them so you got new quarterbacks coming in um you also have some competition at the offensive line position as well and I'm gonna be honest, you know, I went to the practice. I didn't play I didn't pay much much attention to the <laughs> off the line. But so so what are you seeing there with the competition there? Um and what what is your feel about the group as a whole?
0: So as a group as a whole, I'm gonna jump on that one first. As a group as a whole, we got a lot of good pieces. We have a very athletic offensive line. I mean, you just got they got a, a good number of guys to kind of fill in these roles. And um, and I know the way Coach Fry coaches from watching him coach uh, in person. I mean, he's going to figure it out and, and you know, type of deal. Because I just have a lot of faith in those guys, I have a lot of faith in the coach. So, you know, let the best man rise to the top and then let them play from there. Watching the offensive line. Actually, looking at particular positions and players, I think we kind of have a bit of a switch up from the spring to what we're seeing here now in fall cap. So uh back in the spring, uh Josh Fryer was at that left tackle position for basically most of spring. And he to me looked pretty good, did pretty well. Um, and we I was thinking going to Cap to do the same thing. We actually kind of spoke about it. But going and seeing in practice, actually kind of switched up. He's back on the right side where he has played at historically for Ohio State. Um, kind of anchoring that right tackle position. And he's kind of in a little bit of a competition with Zim milowski who's kind of been in that position as well through spring and going to the fall. But if, uh, if Fryer is healthy, I always think most likely he'll be able to kind of hold that down and lock that in because, once again, he just has the experience for the Ohio State left tackle position, a lot of competition over there. A lot of competition. We have, uh, Jimmy Simmons coming in, uh, the transfer out of San Diego state. He's lined up on that left tackle position. You have uh, Tegra Shibola, uh, who's going into his second year. He's less lined up on the left side over there. And he had a couple more guys also playing at that left tackle position. And once again, it's a good, a lot of guys that make that check the eye test right away. Check yep. the eye test. I would say, uh, but watching the guys, um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of any man's game at this point, and I, obviously the coaches. All I have is one practice, and you kind of look at like particular reps and kind of try to see how the guys move and how are, are they actually capable. And be honest, I mean, those guys are just they are capable, so they kind of have to kind of play it out. And the way camp goes, I feel the best man will rise to the top and lock down that less tackle position. Uh, once again, you want to show that you can do it on a consistent basis. You can show that you understand the playbook. You can show that you understand the different looks, and you can just kind of go there and roll. Uh, but right now, it looks like Simmons is kind of the first guy to get reps there. But once again, you're seeing other guys get first-team reps when it comes to Tegra and things of that nature. So kind of see how it has to play out. But once again, those guys definitely check a lot of boxes when it comes to the off-the-tackle position. Also, some competition at the center position. You have uh, Carson Hensman and Victor Cutler uh, battling in there at the center position. Right now, first man off the on the field is Hensman. But once again, Cutler is getting some reps in that center position as well. Obviously, it's very key to have a center locked in. So when it understand the offense to make the call confident, and the most important thing when it comes to football in general, if you want to cut the goofy stuff when it comes to shotgun snaps and you get the ball <laughs> to the quarterback, no snapping over his head. So both of those guys are capable, I'm not saying that's an issue or a concern at all, yeah. but once again if it comes up, you know, it's a it's a it's a problem right away. But, you know, there's still competition there that I would feel would kinda of leak out play out a couple more weeks. Uh, but in my opinion it's probably Hensman's position to lose at this point in time.
1: Yeah, so we listen. so we have we have Ryan Day quarterback coach, right, coming up. Quarterback coach, we have um Brian Hartline, offensive coordinator, wide receiver, right? Yeah. So I guess my question to you is, is this offensive line, one, going to get it done when it comes to running the ball? We got, I mean, what, five deep when it comes to <laughs> explosive, capable tailbacks. You know, do they have the dominant rushing attack that we expect them to have this year? What do you, what do you
0: think? Uh, so it's really going to come down to the games. I mean, when it comes to rushing, and sometimes it's kind of – you can see some things up front and you're getting some people moved. and um, But it's kind of tough to read because, no, you know, you're not tackling nobody for real. So, you know, was this a six-yard game or was it actually a three-yard game, right? Uh, but I, I, we definitely have the guys from when Coach Day spoke with us. I think that's where the mindset is at. Um, when you trying to look at the scrimmage, like I said, we didn't get to go to the scrimmage. But they kind of talk about the start of the scrimmage being um, – uh, um, being two running backs uh started a the scrimmage there. Um what is that prior and um what's his name that came back from uh ACL surgery. Train, train, train. so ever Said, prior and uh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. And um so you are just talking about guys that just known for getting it done, right? That's been doing it for a while that could execute at that level of just being a good back. And we didn't watch them have these explosive games. So when it comes down to it, we got to call it. We got to play through the – to me, the best way to help our quarterbacks out is to play through our offensive line and run the ball with those guys. And so we definitely got it once again, an athletic bunch. So that means we can be able to do things outside. We're definitely strong in the middle with our two guards returning and them and their their talent and their – uh, experience, so we should be a team, in my opinion, that could run the ball and get the job done there as well. And now, that's the offensive line. That's the quarterback. What did you see out of your defensive backs, man? Yeah, out there. What did did you see anything? Anything stick
1: out? Anybody stick out to you? You know, like how how did that go? You know, I was locked into the defensive backs all day. First of all, I saw some plays being made, interceptions, and whatnot. And what I what I really see the the, the key thing this year, I think. Over last year, year two in this defense, and then the depth. There is depth and versatility across the defensive backfield. I think the, they got some mainstays at linebacker. They got good leadership, even from from Eichenberg as a starter to CJ Hicks as a backup, right? They got some mainstays there. Um, I think the D line is, is flying around, making plays. They look good. But the, I'm really, really excited about the defensive backs. I think there's still some, some room for improvement, but the depth and um, versatility. You know, you see a a guy like Sonny Styles, who looks like a linebacker, right? (laughs) You look at him, you're like, this guy plays linebacker, but he's a safety. So you have the versatility to put a guy like that. And I I think back to like a Darren Lee type player, right? Darren Lee was a linebacker. You didn't have to take him off the field during passing downs because he could run. Um, Sonny Styles has that same level of versatility. But then what I also saw was three cornerbacks on the field. I saw them put three corners on the field, man, which is I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about two. Did, that, did that warm your heart? Oh man, it did, man. You bring a you bring a guy in like Davidson out of Ole Miss, who can who can play aggressively. You put him on the outside. Obviously we have uh um you have Burke who had a great freshman year, a little bit of a down year last year, but he had some injuries that he dealt with. Now he's back healthy. And then Jordan Hancock who didn't get a chance last year because of injury, uh, who's really good with his feet, really good uh, move, movement-wise. Saw some of that mix of putting him in the, uh, on the inside and kind of a nickel corner. And honestly, man, with Sonny Styles, you have the the, the kid, uh, Carter, that came out of Syracuse who's going to be a good player, a veteran player. And Latham Ransom, I think, is an All-American type player. Yeah. Latham Ransom, yeah. year two starting, man, he is going to be a dog. And I'm excited to see these guys. These guys are flying around. They're, they're going to be good, for
0: sure. Yeah, that's, that's exciting.
1: So that's us former players getting back to camp, spending
0: a, a day with the guys, getting to see them with our own eyes, to get that feel, get that pump going. Once again, we're three weekends away from getting some actual football here. So shout out to our sponsor, Online, And once again, you always tune in with us, Believe in Buckeyes, with Brian Brownie and Chindi Chekwa. Oh, wait!